Okay, welcome to Behind the Scenes. I am, they call me Stepney, Stephen, and I'm joined today by Mr. Johnny L. Watson, Jr. Johnny, thank you for joining us. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Fantastic. Right. We're going to talk to you. Um, for those of us that don't know you, um, you're just going to tell us a little bit about who you are. And um, yeah, that'll give us, my viewers, an insight into who you are and what you're currently doing. So, Mr. Watson, Johnny, uh, tell us. A little bit about you. Okay. I grew up, uh, if anybody knows anything about America uh, or the United States, I grew up in New Jersey. I was born in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I lived and I moved from Charlotte to New Jersey. I'm I'm basically a gypsy. Let's put it that <laughs> way. Uh, I lived in New Jersey, New York, Chicago, Detroit, um, Canada. Then I spent some time overseas. I, I haven't too long. Well, it's been about six years when I was over in London, maybe longer than that. Um, but I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, it wasn't the most decent area where I grew up. I grew up in Jersey City. Over here, we call it Dirty Jersey. <laughs> and anybody that's in my age group, I'm 58. Anybody in my age group and lived in up in New York and New Jersey area, they know about the name Dirty Jersey. Uh, I basically, what? I started out young doing the bad things, you might want to say. But my mother and father, they taught me how to live on my own, live in the streets, how to survive in the streets, how to put it that way. So I basically lived or been around drug dealers, drug addicts, prostitutes, uh, gangsters most of my life. Um, it, it, I wouldn't say being around bad guys is natural to me, but it's home to me. I'm, I'm used to it. So that's a little bit about me. Well, other than we left New Jersey, we went to Chicago, stayed there for a little while. Then we went to Detroit. And as my book would tell you, that's where the hell started. I joined one of the ruthless gangs in Detroit. Uh, I was probably about three blocks. If anybody watched uh, Eight Mile with Eminem, yep. I stayed about three blocks away from where Eminem stayed. Uh, going to school there was, was a job within itself. Um, as I was talking to somebody one day, because they was from, they lived in Detroit too. Detroit will humble you if you go up there thinking that you're gonna conquer the world or conquer Detroit. It's not gonna happen. Detroit will humble you. Let's just say some things happened to where I had to leave Detroit and came back down to North Carolina, and I had. So I suppose I had made a promise to my mom that I wasn't going to get in trouble, but uh, that was a lie. <laughs> that was a promise I couldn't keep. <laughs> I tried, but no, I, I, I couldn't keep that promise. And, and the rest is basically in my book. <laughs> and what's your book called? The Scream That No One Heard. Matter of fact, I got a copy of it right here. Now, sure where, can, where, where, where can people buy that book? Is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Uh, you can contact me through my uh, website, 
when you could get a personal uh, autographed copy, I will sign it and I will mail it off to you, or you can go on Amazon and get it from there. We'll leave details of where we can pick up Johnny's book in the uh, in the comments and in the when we actually post this out. So um, look out for it, and we will post it up there. Uh, so Johnny, that's a bit about you. Okay, so um, and I know we talked. I know you talked about your about your life there, um, and we you probably touched on a few things because that will come into your into your into your film into your into your movie. Um, so before we go into that, why don't you tell us a bit about um, what it is you do? I produce films, and how I got into that. Um, well, let's take it back a minute. Uh, let's take it back for for a little bit. I came into this by accident. Uh, one of my ex-wives, my second ex-wife, I've been married twice. My second ex-wife got a hold of my personal journal. My journal is a detailed description of my life. Um, she read it. I'm, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say because, <laughs> because I don't want the women coming after you, Stephen. <laughs> man, you know, they're talking like that about women. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but she read it, and she said, I needed to make it into a book because people need to hear your story. Um, it took her about five years to persuade me to make it into a book. Um, so when I finally did it, um, I, that might sound bad, but in any case, I made it into a book after we divorced. <laughs> I did, you, you know, <laughs> get divorced by um, the book. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the book, the scream that no one heard is is a detailed description of my life and that's where the movie came from now how it came about uh a director who i know uh robbie writes uh she read my book and she reached out to me and said you need to make this into a either a web series or a movie so we was leaning towards making it into a web series. And so we did. And people start, it started generating some interest. And people was like, y'all need to make this into a movie. This movie would be better than Power uh, by 50 Cent. And we was like, yeah. We toyed around with, with the idea for a minute. Then we got connected with some people that said, yes, let's make it into a movie. So that's what we did. And um, it, that's where we are. We've, by, by the movie, well, basically by the trailer, we have won officially 12 awards, unofficially 13. Um, is it's a movie that everybody wants to see. And speaking on that, we have just, if I can just brag just a little bit. Go ahead. As of yesterday, we signed with a, a network. It's a production company. This is, they also a distributor. Uh, Bonita Entertainment Studios slash Best TV. We signed with them yesterday. And what they're going to do, they're going to place it. I'm sorry. Uh, they're going to place it on their network. And I will give you all the information on how you can get go there and be able to view the movie. Um, but they're also going to distribute it to all the other networks or the other platforms to show the movie. That's fantastic. So do you think that they will reach over here in the UK? I'm hoping so. 
No, well, fingers crossed. If not, send me a link and I'll uh, <laughs> I'll do what I can. <laughs> I'll send you the link. I'll get the demand out. That's what I'll do. Okay. Um, so, uh, obviously speaking to you before, and I know about the, the movie, uh, tell us a bit more about... Uh, we'll go into the movie a little bit later, um, if that's okay, because yeah. we'll, we'll go into a bit more. Um, so let, as we try and find out a bit about who Mr. Watson is, um, why don't I ask you, what made you get into this field of work? I mean, you talked oh, about your wow. second ex-wife and the book and everything, but what, what made you go, yeah, you know what, this is what I'm going to do? Well, um, in my journal, um, well, in my book, I talk about um, how I used to love to draw. That was, I loved to create things and I was good with drawing. Uh, due to some injuries, I would say, um, I wasn't able to draw anymore. I mean, this, the talent is still there. However, I just couldn't hold a pencil study steady. So I had to figure out another way to create. So when I wrote the book and the director, Robbie Wrights, confronted me, we decided to come up, go ahead and come together, have me executive producer in this. And I was like, cool. And that was four years ago. And I was like, it, it, it was an awesome feeling because I lost one talent and gained another by me being able, by me being, being able to be creative in a different way. So that's how I got into it. It's good that you've been able to, as you say, go from one, one talent, one creative aspect to a different one. And, um, they're, they're all linked. They're, they're all linked. As I know, creative people are creative by nature. So mm. um, you've gone, right, if I can't do this, I'll do this. And somebody reached out to you and said, hey, you're good at this as well. So why don't you do this? And you said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long may it continue. Um, who was your, I don't know, who would you say your biggest inspiration is in your field of work? Who would you say that, that, like somebody you look up to or somebody that you somebody's work that you admire i mean you talked about um 50 cents uh power and eight mile as well um are, are those the sort of things that some of the people that you look up to as as say that you want to go down that sort of route or do you do you look at it as um because i know about your book and and your and the film is about your life so are you looking just to tell more life stories or or do you have other creative ideas who, who inspired you to become Mr. Watson? Oh, wow. Uh, that is a good question. It always is. <laughs> <laughs> um, who inspired me? Who would, who, who I would look up to? Not even that, necessarily you look up to, but who inspires you? Who, who makes you go, you know what? I, I see their work and I like it. And I see my work and I like it. I like what I'm producing. I like what I'm doing. Um, and my, my, I want my work to be as revered as theirs. Um, I would say as of late, I would say... Oh wow, I I got a lot of individuals who I inspire, who inspires me, or who I like their work. Um, I'm gonna say Tyler Perry. Yep, I, I will say him. He, I enjoy some of his work. I do say some, some of his work. Uh, it's questionable. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I like his Medea movies and, uh, one of the movies that he did that really inspired me was 
a family that prays together. I love that movie for some reason. And when I seen that work, I was like, that is something I can do. And this is before I even, even came out with my movie. Um, so when I seen it, I was like, yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. And his, he's been an inspiration to me ever since. Yeah, we know we know Tyler Perry over here for, um, as you say, the Medina movies and um, also other things that he's done and um, and his stature within Hollywood and 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 his rise to to where he is and he's doing fantastic work and so yeah, it's a uh, it's a good one. But like I said, that, that question sort of does throw people sometimes because uh, everybody goes, "Ah, oh, who?" Um... <laughs> now, if you would ask me who my favorite stars are, that would have been even a tougher one. So. Let's Can you name one? <laughs> oh wow! Mm. Uh, it's tough. It's so many. Well, here's, uh, here's, here's what I would do. Okay, so when 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 I um, when I think about stars that I like and stuff like that, I don't I don't put my favorite as as a favorite one. I like voices. Voices are fascinating. So um, top of the list is I'll go, I like Sidney Poitier's voice. When you heard Sidney Poitier, you, you knew Sidney's voice. Okay, yeah. so you, you hear Sidney Poitier, you, you know his voice. Morgan Freeman, you hear his voice, you know it's him. You don't even need a picture. His voice right. sets the tone. Um, there's also people like, uh, not not an actor, but uh, you know somebody that uh, I, I like watching a lot of documentaries, especially the, the wildlife ones. So, um, uh, Sir David Attenborough, I love his voice. Mm -hmm. For for lots of us over here in the UK, he's he's everybody's other granddad that you know um, you you grew up listening to him, and he was a pioneer of BBC Two, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, bringing over new talent um, to BBC Two and colour TV and stuff like that. So um, everybody know everybody knows and loves Sir David Attenborough over here. And when I hear mm -hmm. him speak, you know, it's relaxing. The way he describes things is he sets the tone. He, 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 he what you're about to see, he sets the tone for it. You know, mm -hmm. just just words or phrases that he uses, and you'll be you'll be lost. You'll be going right. I'm listening. Whatever you're saying, David, I'm hooked. I'm in. It's the same with Morgan Freeman. It's the same with Sidney Poitier. It's the same with those sort of people. Um, and Christopher Walken. I love his voice. It's just mm -hmm. a great voice. Um, so yeah. So it could be something like that. That you know, just a little something. Okay, well, uh, going on that, I have two. Um, and I'm dating my age. Um, <laughs> I'm going, I'm on the top of that list, just by voice alone, is uh, James Earl Jones. Yep. And Avery Brooks. Yep. They have a fantastic voice, and their talent in acting is phenomenal um james james Earl jones he started out uh doing small black uh for for my generation he was the hero so to speak in the movies right along with even though avery brooks came later um James Earl Jones, when he speaks, he just, to me, he holds my attention, right along with Avery Brooks. I, I would love just to sit down and talk to both of them. And just, just, to, just to hear them talk. They can be talking about anything. <laughs> I wouldn't care. Just to be down, just to sit down with both of them. Wow, that 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 would make my that would that would be a lifetime story that I would tell my great grandkids. So yeah, those two by voice alone. Yeah. Them two. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean when it comes to, like I said, I don't need to hear what Morgan Freeman could be saying anything and it, it, it would just be, it's the tone of his voice. Christopher Walken, the way he breaks up his senators 
and then speaks. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's unique. It's unique to him. And like I said, the, the tone of his voice makes it that. And it's the same with Sir David. It, you know, he the way he speaks and just sets that tone. Um, it's it's phenomenal. It's uh, yeah. it's it's great work. Um, let's talk a little bit about your film. Okay, so yeah. I, I know I know a little bit about it myself um, just from speaking to you before, um, and um, but I'm going to do it no justice. Okay, so um, let me just show viewers uh, what it is. Okay, so they can see what it is. There it is, a cry in the dark. There's the full cast and yourself, of course. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Um... They kind of persuaded me to do a cameo in it, which I was hoping to do anyway, but so it didn't take much persuading. Um, the title, matter of fact, the title came from, we had two titles and I can't re- recall the, the other title to the movie or the other name that we had for the movie. Um, so I, we, presented it to my mother and she said a cry in the dark so that's how the title came about uh the movie is based off a true story about me um so i wasn't a goody two-shoes like when i told you earlier Uh, (laughs) some things happened to where i couldn't keep my promise um, well, okay, I'll put it to you like this. Um, part of it was to get my father's attention because my father was a member of the Black Mafia and he was doing some things that he shouldn't have been doing that kept him away from my mother and I. And I will always see kids walking to school with their dad or doing whatever with their father. Me, I, I, I was cutting school. Uh, I hung out with the bad, the wrong crowd. And, it, and in the movie, it, it, don't tell a full description, but it catches up with me when I was a drug dealer, a well-known drug dealer. And it kind of, it kind of like the story kind of like takes on itself. Um, I would tell you, I would tell your viewers this, to get a better understanding and does not just to promote my book. To understand the movie a little bit better, it'd probably be best if you read the book first, then watch the movie. Then you can get a, uh, an idea of where the story or how the story is going about. And like I said, is some of the things in there are true <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 i'm trying to say it in a, in a i'm trying to put it in a good light those are the, those are usually the best stories um someone's someone's life experiences um usually tell the best stories because as much as as much as the movies can make up stories as there's as they do and um and put it out there then a true life story is always it always hits home that little bit more because it's 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 somebody's experience it's somebody's it's somebody's own life you know it's 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 good to know so um a cry in the dark um starring you <laughs> um tell us a bit more about it what what's 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 been some of the biggest challenges um what's been some of the biggest challenges on why, from your experience, why you've been on, why you've been doing this. Uh, some of the biggest challenges. It. It. Oh, 
Wow. Getting viewers to really and fully understand. Um, okay, I put, uh, let me say this. It's, if you're not well known, it's hard to get that following. It's it's extremely hard to I, we don't support ourselves. I'll put it that way. And the biggest challenge is trying to tell people or tell yeah, tell people about your life and well not about your life per se. You try to tell them a story and hope it gathers some interest and hope that it got, gathers some following. That's that's part of uh, the one of the challenges that I've, that we've been facing. And the other part of it is trying to find that correct funding because um, in this industry, you will find out that it is some sharks out there. There is some scammers out there. They can come out and say, oh, I can do this or I can do that, make you all kinds of promises. And then when you, as I say, once you get in bed with them, you find out they're not as good as they say they are or they are not who they say they are. And then you have to break ties. Then you have to basically start all over again, which you're supposed to learn your lesson. You're supposed to learn a lesson in that somewhere. But when people are better at conning an individual, you tend to believe them. And again, they fall short. And you have with us, we have to start all over again. So now we're being more cautious about who we go to bed with. So yeah, those two are the biggest challenges that I faced or that we faced. How did you get funding? If you don't mind me asking, I know it's difficult. And um, as you can see on the bottom, <clears throat> as you can see along the bottom there, it says, uh, how did you get funding? Is it difficult to get funding? I've used funding too many times. How did you get funding? Who, who, who's, who's helping you? Me, myself and I. <laughs> um, now, with the cast who did this, and I want to applaud, uh, um, I want to send out my applause to them because without them, this would not be happening. Um, they was with, they they stepped up and they did it for free. Um, now the camera work, we had to come out of pocket for that. Um, Robbie writes, she helped out a lot. I mean, without her, none of this wouldn't been possible. Um, but the funding was difficult to come about. The crew, they worked with us and they did an excellent job. So now to get it to the larger platform, that we're heading in now, um, all of that is is on me now. Um, I did all the funding to get us to this platform that we had now. Um, I had to scrape up my pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Dig under the sofa. <laughs> huh? Dig under the sofa. Under the sofa, in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, and the rest came from um, some, they say, 
you can't make bad money good. I took some of my bad money and made it good. And I turned it in and I'm turning it into a success. So the, most of the, the rest of the funding is coming from me. Uh, do, do you know how, how it's how the getting funding is different to over here in the UK? Like, do you do things like crowdfunding or or anything like that? I tried it. It wasn't working that well for me because, again, um, if you don't have that correct or that good support or that or that which goes back to the following again um <laughs> I, i'm trying to word this correctly because <laughs> i'm gonna take a hit on this but i'm gonna, I, I have to speak the truth yeah i have to speak the truth i can't be political when i'm talking because i i just can't um I have the saying, I have to change my circle of friends, which means as my old man or as my father would say, some of the people don't have a pot to piss in. <laughs> yep. And I will leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will take a heavy hit on that. But no, you'd be cool. You'd be cool. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, oh, they gonna. Oh, but anyway, yeah. It's the truth. I, I, it's I, I couldn't. I had to change the circle of friends, and because you can always hear, "Oh, I'm gonna support you. I'm gonna support you. You just let me know, and we'll do this, and we'll do that." Then when it comes to time to do it, my phone call is not answered. My text messages is not being answered. Yeah, I'm invisible now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, where's the support? Where I'm doing this. Why aren't you uh, supporting me doing this or, you know, helping me get the funding? And they're like, oh, man, you know what? Something came up. Uh, that's the reason why I didn't get your phone call. And by that time, I don't need them now. So I've I've learned to make my circle even smaller. So to get back to your question about the Go uh, GoFundMe, I've tried that, and it, it just didn't work out for me. So I was like, you know what? It'd be better if I do it myself. It's uh, when you're starting up. It's it's one of the most difficult things. Everybody says you've got a great idea. You know, everybody thinks, yeah, 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 yeah. As you said, when it comes to the support, everybody goes missing. Mm -hmm. When you're successful, everybody comes back again. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, I was there. I was there. I was there supporting you. And you know, hey, what what can you get for me? What can you do for me? And um, you, you then go, dude, you were missing. You, was, you wasn't even there. I couldn't even find you. So, right. yeah, we, we, uh, we, we all experience that. It's one of those things um, that I, I did a business course some years ago. And it's one of those things that um, you, could have the, you could have the best idea and you know it's going to be a success. And it then becomes a success. But everybody that didn't want to support you only want to support you when you've become a success and by that point as you said your circle is smaller because those people were not the ones that really wanted to support you they just wanted to feed off your success and um yeah it's difficult when you're when you're an independent uh producer trying to trying to make it and um you know those around you that you want to support you and and should want you to do well and you know, if they like the project, it, it, you know, you want that honestly from the beginning. If they say, you know what, it's not for me, then at least you know, you know. Right. You don't you don't always get that. People just you get a lot of yes people 
and a lot of oh i'm not sure just say either you like it or you don't and and i'm happy either way you know if you're happy to right. support me, fantastic if you're not happy to support me you know it's fantastic we're still cool you know i didn't say that this is a this is a friendship breaker but you know it's just it's just good to know where you actually stand and 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 then i can make my make my way from there but it's good to see that you funded it and you've got to this stage um i'll tell you what we're going to do now let's see a trailer for the film okay let's see a little trailer so that so that people can see what it is let's have a look at it okay So I noticed the silence earlier. May I ask you why? It's just that no one has called me that name in a long time. Robbie, we're talking about... Okay, wait a minute. Who is this guy? Do you have a name? Of course I have a name. Okay, so mm -hmm. he's known as Tricks. No TV, no reporters, no one. If it's not you, then I'm out. Don't have my money, dude. This this guy has a dark reputation. Yeah. Let's That's what the phone call was all about. That's right. <laughs> we barely have scratched the surface on my life. Oh! oh shut the fuck around! What the fuck are you doing? Bro, you got the fucking feds in front of my mama's house. That news said you want to be a boss. Then think like I'm thinking ball. like a boss. Look, I don't know what they was doing in your time. My time now, Dad. I, I just want to say something right quick. Uh, yep. Two things right quick. Every time I see that that trailer, I I, I get goosebumps. Um, now the end of that trailer, the end of that trailer, I, uh, the individual Corey Jones, who was portraying me, um, he was talking to his father, my, as I was talking to my father, uh, an incident that had, had happened, um, Well, it's in my book, so I might as well just go ahead and say it since I brought it up. Some individuals looking for me, and they wanted to bring me out of hiding. And they knew how much I love my family. They killed my cousin. They literally shot him in the back of the head. Wow. Yeah. So my father, he had knew he knew about it before I did. And he knew how much I love my cousin. And he knew that I was going to go get retribution. I was married at the time. I was far away from that life. And he reached out to me by telephone. It was actually the telephone. So, but we wanted to bring him into the picture since it did kind of happen that way. My father persuaded me not to do anything because it was like, if you do something, then they gonna do something then that war is not going to ever end. So let it end. So I will just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it there. But that event actually happened. That, again, um, obviously, that part I didn't know. Um, but it's good to hear. Um, I say good. It's it's good to know the backstory, if you know what yeah. I mean. Um, 
how have you found uh, doing this project? How have you found, what have you learned? What have I learned? I've learned that uh, I got a hell of a story. (laughs) 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 Because a couple of couple of individuals uh, reached out to me and um, we're probably going to discuss it uh, in, a, in a few minutes or whatever. A couple of individuals reached out to me and they was like, what makes this film and me doing interviews like this it's very rare that, as people would call me an OG, it's very rare that an OG such as myself, and I and I hate putting myself in that category, for people who's doing the interview to talk to someone such as myself, and I'm and that's and that's not bragging, and because a lot of people who entered that lifestyle are either in prison or six feet under. So for someone to come out and tell their story and change their life around, it's, it's, it's unique and, and it's fascinating because you get to tell, you get to hear the story because I, like I told you, I've been surrounded by gangsters all my life. As a matter of fact, um, my great uncle, here's, uh, and I don't know how well you know your black history or whatever. One of my great uncles, he used to run with Bumpy Johnson. He was the king of New York. He ran Harlem. And my great uncle, he used to run with him back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And my great uncle, he was the first black man, if if you ever been to New York, he was the first black man that I ever known that had a penthouse on Fifth Avenue. Blacks don't live in a penthouse on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> but he did. He he ran up, he went up against Lucky Luciano. Uh, Doug Schultz, uh, the Italian mafia in over on this side. He he went up against some of the the toughest Italian mafias on in the U.S. And to hear his stories and the things that he said, and then we would sit back and he would hear my stories. He was like, he was like, damn nephew. You following in our footsteps. <laughs> I didn't want to, but yeah. Um, yeah, so I just I just wanted to say that. Um, it's, it's just a fascinating life that I live. Uh, I've been shot. I've been stabbed. Uh, I've been in a, I, I spent weeks in coma. I lost 90% of my blood from from gang fights. I had a life. So anyway, go on with your question. I'm sorry. For me, it's always it's always very interesting to hear somebody's life because um, everybody's is so different. Everybody, there's no two lives alike. Not, Never has been, never will be. There are similarities, of course, but there's no two lives alike. And the the the, the point of this of this show is to is to highlight these things to say, well, look, somebody's been here, somebody's been to the brink, somebody's been to certain depths of their life, and yet they're still here. They're still at this point of their life where they're doing something. They're they're following a passion. They're following a dream. They're doing something that um, may not have been something that they even thought about. 
5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 35, 55 years ago, but they're here. They're, they're, they're doing it now. And that's what people want to hear because there'll be people, there'll be people listening to this um, that know very little about the industry and know very little about people's lives and their experiences. And all they, when they hear these things, it will inspire them. You know, it, it, it inspires a generation, it inspires the next generation. And by the next generation, I always mean the next person coming through. So whether it's somebody that's six years old, 60 years old, and they're starting out, and they're still what we call the next generation, because they're the people that are going to pick this up and listen to it and think this was something that either A, I can relate to, or B, it's inspired me enough to 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 try something creative, to put myself out there, to go and get training, to to write my story down and put it in a book, to write to to see where my book goes and to see if I can put my book out as a TV show, as a film, as a theatre play, as as whatever it may be, even just as a picture show, just literally just pictures, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, and. Um, like I said, everybody's story is different. Mm -hmm. and, this, and, I uh, and I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to say this right quick. Um, I always tell people, listen, I've been where you are. I, I, uh, even though I didn't, haven't mentioned it, I've been homeless. I lived on the street. I, I've been a member of a gang. I went to prison. I, I've been shot. I've been in the hospital. I've done it all and I survived. And I finally said, enough is enough. Here I am and I'm doing it. I'm, I'm living my dream. So if an individual says, well, I can't do this. No, there's never, the word can't, can't be, it cannot be in your vocabulary. Yes, you can. Because if I did it, you can do it too. And, and I tell people that. Don't don't say can't. Say yes, you can. So just 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 to just to just to add to that is um it's one of the things that I always tell um I always tell my kids, especially and my, my nephews and stuff like that, and you know, basically anybody that wants to listen to me. Um yes opens doors. Okay, so say yes to, to opportunities because it opens doors. As soon as you say no, that door is shut. Right. There will be other doors open, but you've missed that door. And um, yes leads to yes leads to things that you can say no to. So you can say yes and say yes. You know what? This I, I want to take this opportunity, and then you can have a think about it, and then you can reevaluate and see where you are, and you can still say yes. And but at the same time, you can say no. But as soon as you said no that door is gone, that window of opportunity is gone, and then you have to look for another opportunity. So um, you said yes, you said yes to you, and you mm -hmm. said yes to, 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 to being the best you that you can, and that's just why you're at this stage. Um, so exactly. we're just gonna move on very quickly because uh, I know we're running out of time. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 like I said, it's, it's, it's what we wanna hear. Um, what are the, okay. Are there more stories? So after the film, after the, after this comes out, are there more stories that we can expect? Uh, from my book or from other projects that we're working on? Both. Um, yes, there's going to be uh, another story coming out uh, about my life. Um, I where once we get this film going in the right direction, which it is, is starting, is starting to gain traction. Um, we're going into production on another film. Matter of fact, I have one, two, three, four. I have about four films that's waiting to, that, that's waiting to be done. Um, there's two of them. Well, one in particular, I cannot wait to do. I'm itching at the opportunity to do this one. Um, 
I can't, I, I'm not going to go into much detail. I'm just going to say, let's just say it's a cruise ship thriller. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's a thriller slash suspense. It's going to have you sitting on the edge of your seat. And it, it's once we get everything in the place and and we'll get ready to put it out. I would love to come back on your show. We'll definitely have you back. Definitely have you back. So that way I can tell you more about it. Um, but that's one project I cannot wait to do. I'm more excited about this project than I am my very own. <laughs> I, I, I just can't wait. So yeah, we have about about four, maybe five projects that we're getting ready to come out with, that we're getting ready to do. So we're going to be extremely busy in 2023. That's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. Um, Mr. Watson, Johnny, thank you for your time. Like I said, we're going to get you back for sure. Um, cause it's good to get, it's good to find out what's actually happening in it. And, and obviously it'd be good to get an update on the film and how that's gone and how that's been received. Um, it'd be good to find out about when you're going to be starting these new projects and, um, and how that, how that's going and, um, and hopefully you have some more stories for us. Oh, I hope so. And I can't wait to come back on your show again. Thank you very much. Happy, happy evening. It's been a good you pleasure. To you. Thank you very much. Um, they call me Stepney they call him Mr Johnny Watson thank you for your time and we'll see you next time alright let's uh, let's take care